0: Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 142. In this episode, losing everything. This podcast is sponsored by WillowHire.com, the UK's leader in dust suppression equipment. Kick the dust into touch with our new, bigger and better, all-in-one dust suppression units for hire. Call Willow on 01582 840045. Most of my working days begin the same way. Unless I'm on site or visiting a demolition company or an equipment manufacturer, I work from home. So I get up, make the first cup of coffee of the day and then hit the shower. I commute 13 stairs to my home office for the second cup of coffee of the day, which I drink while emptying the spam from my email inbox. I respond to the real emails that have arrived overnight and by about 9 o'clock, I'm ready to start writing. That's been my routine for almost 20 years, since I took the decision to work from home full-time. However, almost five years ago, I did my 13-steer commute, switched on my computer while slurping that vital second cup of coffee. Although the PC I was using at the time was past its sale-by date, it was exceptionally slow to start that day. A minute went past, then two. Five, then ten minutes elapsed. And while the computer was making all its usual noises, the screen remained resolutely and worryingly black. After half an hour, it was clear that all was not well. After an hour, I'd resigned myself to the fact that my PC was terminal. I took it to my local PC repair shop, and they confirmed my worst fears. My PC had died, and it had taken with it several years of work. Now thankfully, I operated an external hard drive backup at the time, And so I managed to retain thousands of photos, archives of articles and magazines I'd produced, and my first forays into the world of online video. But I lost a lot, including accounts information, the draft of a book I'd been working on, and literally thousands of articles that were never to be seen again. So when I bought the replacement PC, I was determined that I wouldn't be caught out the same way twice. I bought an additional external hard drive and worked exclusively from that, the program file still resided on and operated from the PC itself, but all the articles, photos and video content was on a one terabyte external hard drive. And this proved useful for two reasons. Not only was I protected should my new PC go the way of the previous one, I could take that hard drive with me everywhere. If I was working at our sales and admin office in Worthing, I still had access to all my information. If I was travelling, I still had my entire back catalogue at my disposal, And because it wasn't actually performing any computing tasks, it wouldn't be subjected to the rigours of a PC hard drive. So my information was safe. Or so I thought. Just over a week ago, my home suffered a temporary power outage. It lasted less than 10 minutes, but when the power came back on, it was clear that something had gone horribly wrong with my external hard drive. It was whirring and clicking, much as it always had. But that was all it was doing. It was plugged into an active USB port, but my PC no longer recognised its existence. I plugged it into my laptop and into my son's Apple Mac. Neither could see any trace of the hard drive. It was déjà vu all over again. I took the hard drive to my local PC repair shop, where the boffin spent 48 hours pulling it to pieces in an attempt to retrieve my valuable information. But when the technician phoned with an update, his tone of voice told me all I needed to know. The external hard drive was dead. It was no more. It had ceased to be. It had expired and gone to meet its maker. It was bereft of life. Only, that's not entirely true. At the time of recording, a data recovery company has assured me that virtually all the contents of the hard drive are recoverable. While I may lose one or two files that were corrupted by the power outage, and while it will cost me a small fortune, I will still be reunited with the past five years' work, together with the archive material that is also on the hard drive. But it was rather too close for comfort. If you're a demolition equipment owner, operator or enthusiast, then there's only one place to be in July next year. The 4th Demo Expo will take place at the Hertfordshire Showground from the 4th till the 6th of July. And it promises to be the biggest Demo Expo yet. So put those dates in your diary and join us at the Hertfordshire Showground for Demo Expo 2019. It's going to be epic. I was fishing with my youngest son the other day. There's a canal about 20 minutes from my home and it's become our destination of choice if we have a spare few hours to kill. And one of the great things about canal fishing is its sheer unpredictability. I have, on occasion, sat and stared at an unmoving float for five hours or more before finally admitting a bitter and fishless defeat. Other times, I simply can't work fast enough as fish after fish fell victim to my awesome angling talent. You can also spend hours catching fish smaller than your pinky finger only to be taken by surprise when a fish of two, three or four pounds drops by to say hello. So, we were fishing at the canal. I already had several small fish to my name, and the sun had set just far enough to make seeing the float problematic. Suddenly, the float vanished entirely. I struck, expecting to feel the barely tangible weight of yet another tiny fish, when my rod bent in half. Through the failing light of dusk, I could see my line darting through the water, confirming what I already knew. I'd hooked something really substantial. I just started to brace myself and to make sure that the landing net was readily to hand when the line suddenly and unexpectedly went slack. I reeled in to find that the fish had made off with my hook, my float and about 30 yards of line. Losing fish is not unusual. Losing tackle is not uncommon either. Trust me, I do both all the time. But with the light fading fast, I took the decision not to start over. Instead, I chose to pack away my gear and watch my son for the final hour or so. Starting over just seemed too much like hard work for the short amount of time it might afford me, and for the possibly negligible return. And it set me thinking. If I really had lost all my work when my external hard drive died, would it have been worthwhile starting over? Would I be content just watching others carrying on while I sat on the sidelines? Am I now approaching career dusk, where one more failure might cause me to just throw in the towel, and walk away. Obviously, the answer is no. I'm only in my early fifties. I have a mortgage the size of the third world debt. I believe I'm pretty good at what I do. And I know I've still got a lot to say. But there will probably come a time when a catastrophic failure of some kind will be enough. When something proves to be the straw that broke the camel's back. Demolition News Radio, the independent voice of the global demolition industry. I'm in a slightly strange position. Whether it is in audio, video or written form, I basically sell words. As such, most of what I produce has already been published somewhere and it's already been paid for. And while the thought of losing old photos, videos and articles remains my greatest business fear, the fact is that my words have already earned their keep. Sure, I refer back to my previous work all the time. But the truth is that those words are already bought and paid for. And my wife has almost certainly spent the money too. That is most definitely not the case for a demolition company. Imagine if you experienced a hard drive failure like I did. Could you carry on? Imagine if someone stole your laptop. Would you permanently lose vital information? Imagine if you or one of your colleagues downloaded a virus while scanning the Playboy website for the articles. Could you bounce back? Would you? I attended a conference recently on the subject of theft in the construction and demolition industry. Much of the content of the conference addressed the issue of stolen plants and tools, and stolen scrap metal. But perhaps the most memorable comment of the day came when an online fraud expert raised the subject of cybercrime. She said, If you haven't already been a victim of hacking or cybercrime, You soon will be. Chilling, right? Look, I'm no expert. As I've explained, I've come close to losing everything twice in the past five years. I had an iPad stolen while I was working in Las Vegas, and I lost about a week's work as a result. I'm in no position to offer advice on protecting your company's information. There are many out there that are far better equipped to do so. So don't do what I do, do what I say. It's stating the obvious to suggest making sure that your software is up to date and that you have adequate security and virus protection in place. Over and above all that, make sure that you have everything, and I mean everything, backed up in two, or better still, three places, including one that is entirely off-site and protected from fire and theft. Yes, all of this costs money. All of it is a hassle. And all of it requires you to stop doing the very thing you're trying to protect. But trust me, It's so much better than sitting on the sidelines, your gear in tatters and unable to compete, while others catch the fish you were supposed to catch. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or The Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.